0: the bill now stacking the bills now uh, came up through these streets now who's running the show me haha ha, he he yeah we popping the bill now yeah yeah stacking the bills now first yo that's your man jeffa <laughs> <laughs> yo i can hear th- yeah i've been waiting for this conversation go ahead get it off get it off go ahead. <laughs> this is your man jeffa besoy here with the one and only juan bryant you know what, Juwan, we're gonna skip skip all of the hoopla. We're not even gonna talk about how we get we've straight been. to it. We're going straight. I've been waiting to it. for this conversation. i I'm, I'm getting tired of these data analytic guys going crazy with these fantasizing these lists mm. on and on again mm. and making it seem like the eye tests don't matter. Mm. And you know I'm a huge data guy. I love analytics as much as the next guy. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, you gotta let the game mm. be the game. And at the eyes, just enjoy. And so today what we're going to do, we, we're going to look at some of these terrible lists that have come out in the last three months. Mm. And we're going to debunk them a little bit. Which, or at least which call one you want to start with first? Look, so they did that uh, all-decade team that recently mm. came out. And so on that list was <sighs> LeBron James. LeBron was number one. Uh, Was it Stephen Curry, number two? Steph was number two. Makes Uh, sense. Kevin Durant was number three. Perfect. No problems there. And then it was a two-way tie for fourth, which was James Harden and Kawhi Lennon. When I tell you guys I've been waiting to have this conversation since June, I have been waiting very long and patiently. People are killing me. (laughs) Killing me! How does Kawhi make this list? Kawhi has had three great seasons. Let let's if we're gonna call a spade a spade, let's call a spade a spade, bro. When you just look at these numbers in this top five, right? Let's let's, let's go All Stars first. Mm-hmm. Everyone has minimum six All Stars besides Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Kawhi has three. Yes, oh. three. Durant has ten. LeBron has ten. Uh, James has seven. Steph has six. Right. Mm-hmm. All NBAs minimum 6. How much does Kawhi Leonard have? Probably like 3. 3. <laughs> All right. Surprise. Durant has 9, LeBron has 10, and James also has 6 same as Curry. Um of this top 5 that they currently have, who is the only player not to even average 20 points for the last decade? I'll I'll top you. Hmm. Who's the only player that's averaged 20 points 3 times for this decade? LeBron James. (laughs) Kawhi. Get (laughs) on. uh, 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 Yeah, 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 you're right. Go ahead. This man, so just if we're being completely honest about Kawhi, he's averaged 26 points. So last year was his best season by far. 26 points. Come on. Yep. 2016, 2017 when the Spurs were amazing. Mm -hmm. They were great that year. Mm -hmm. Kawhi averaged 25 points, six rebounds, three assists. Yeah. Defensive player of the year, he was great. Yep. Again, those are two great years. Mm-hmm. I will not take that away from Kawhi. Yeah. And then he had 2015, 2016, he averaged 21 points a game, seven rebounds, two assists. That's n- – if we're calling a spade a spade, that the numbers ain't that impressive. Now, mind you, the Spurs were great that year. Like 66 – or almost 70 wins, whatever. Right. They were great. Right. But after that year, guess what his next highest point total was? Take a guess. What? Well, I'm guessing like – 17? 16.2. Yeah. He has two years of averaging 16 points, and then before that, he had 12 points and 11 points per game. My biggest problem with Kawhi Leonard is he has been some mid or average for over half of the decade. And I completely agree. And and that's why I get mad. And, and this is not... You know, like some of y'all are listening to this right now. I mean, you two are just some Kawhi haters. I'm not a you just mad because you're a, a cornwall wearing, uh, no no-emotion-having no, I like out that on the court. I like that. I ain't got nothing against Kawhi. I like Kawhi Leonard. But to put him on a team in the decade means that he has done something that is above and beyond what we have accepted from our superstars. One can make the argument that he's only been a superstar for a season, two seasons. Two really. seasons. Two seasons. Two Maybe seasons. even two seasons and a half. But what really propels them, there, here's the argument for saying he, they, this propels him is he's a two-way player who has two Defensive Players of the Year. All right, cool. He has two rings in which he won two finals MVPs. But at the same time, and I get it, he played in a Spurs system where he didn't have to be the number one player until Tim Duncan retired. Uh, but this is a washed argument. Like, when you look at some of the players in that second team, like, so after number five, right? And this is just talking about just, like, dominance. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul probably deserves to be in that first team over Kawhi Leonard. Seven All-Stars, six All-NBAs, 18 points per game, 9.6 assists. And he's been great he's been for great. 10 years. And he was the best point guard until Steph Curry, you know, emerged past him. This is this is what I'm going to say about Kawhi. Go right? ahead. Um, the biggest thing is that when it comes to Kawhi Leonard, he has – the accolades so he has the two defensive player of the year awards yeah he has the two finals two finals mvps right okay now if we look inside those stat lines right so one of those defensive player of the year awards he wasn't what he was doing offensively Mm -hmm. he was a three and d guy that's what he was yeah for one of those rings with the finals mvp he was a Three and D guy who guarded the best player. He averaged like sixteen points in that NBA Finals. Barely. I could. I would understand if Kawhi was averaging twenty plus points a game for these ten years. I would say, you know what, he deserves that spot. Right. But the fact that for he the fact that he's only been great for three years out of the ten years, how can I tell? How can I put him above somebody else? And and the crazy thing about that is like his three year peak. It's not something that is unnormal for the NBA. You know what I'm saying? In the sense where it's like, you look at, let's say Steph Curry's three year peak was all we got for him being great. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, oh yeah, that guy is just like, was astronomically better than the next best guy. Mm-hmm. His three year peak was just ridiculous. But I look at Kawhi's stuff and it's like, he was really, really good. Yeah. But he, we're we're probably going to have another Kawhi like player down the line. And to put him on the team for a decade, I feel like if you're on the team for the decade, you just have to be exceptional and just stand out and he doesn't stand out to me in that way but on the other side on the other side of it is but he's 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 the big team killer right he stopped lebron but, james in miami he, he 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 stopped steph curry um and, and the golden state warriors like how much of that are you putting in as far as weight on his legacy for the next i'm decade? very big on accolades so rings f- mvps all that's important to me defense player year that's important to me yeah but I take context into consideration. It kind of goes back to, like, analytics versus eye test, right? Right. So the accolades, that's kind of more like the analytics because it's like, oh, he has that. He has the rings. He has the numbers. He has, he has the yeah, stats. Exactly. He's doing this. When I yeah. watched Kawhi Leonard play, okay, the first finals against LeBron, he, got, he did a great job against LeBron. Did a really good job. Oh, excellent. But the Spurs team was amazing. hmm They dominated as a team. It wasn't Kawhi – carrying them boris d i could have won that finals mvp honestly i'm gonna be completely honest with you anybody on that spurs team could have won that finals mvp they yeah. all were tony parker was like they all were playing great basketball yeah so everyone now, besides tim duncan yeah <laughs> tim was <laughs> old he's <was> like 37 <laughs> at that point so now fast forward to this year this playoff run i seen from Kawhi's that like, okay not this is this is Kawhi's official right this one i was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know he, he Decimated um the second round. Who they play in the second round? They played Boston, right? They played Boston, then they played uh the seventy-sixes. Yeah. Went to, just did killed them. Like, even then they got to the Bucks in the yeah. finals. Kawhi started to break down a little bit. You could tell he's he's hurt. He was but he still when he was out there, I'm like, oh, oh, Kawhi different. Yeah. you could just see the difference between him and Giannis. Yeah. Now get to the finals. Kawhi had one really, really good dominant game. Mm-hmm. But what gets lost in the shuffle in that is, like the Spurs series, the Toronto Raptors had seven guys averaging 10-plus points or more. Mm -hmm. So fast forward to game six. Everybody talks about Steph's missed the shot, Kawhi finals MVP. Kawhi had zero points up until the last possession of the game when he shot those free throws. (laughs) Zero (laughs) points in that fourth quarter. Zero (laughs) points in that fourth quarter. But that doesn't get talked about. That's the funniest part about Kawhi. He doesn't get talked about. He, he only gets praised. He doesn't get criticism. I've never seen anybody criticize Kawhi. Because it's like, for them, it's like he is literally, if if someone wanted to build a perfect analytical, you know what I'm saying, basketball player just based off of analytics, it would come out as Kawhi Leonard. It's like he does everything so well or above average. He's a great defensive player. He can pick his spots on offense. He's efficient from the three, efficient from the mid-range, efficient from the free throw line. It's like, what else would you want him to do? And My thing is like, well, I want you to be exceptional. right? I don't want you to just be a robot because these other players of the decade to me mm-hmm. have gone above and beyond what, an, what a, a robot could do. My biggest thing is that I need to see it for a little bit longer. I need to see four more years of this. And the thing with Kawhi is, I don't the way his body is, he's not able to play 60 or 75 80 games a year. And 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 that also helps him. You know what I'm saying? Like when you name all these other players with the possible exception of Steph Curry just cuz a lot of those Warriors these last Warrior seasons, he's not playing in the fourth quarter or playing like only 4 or 6 minutes in the fourth. So he's resting his body a lot more than other superstars in the league. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But when I look at Kawhi, not only are you talking about the short peak, he's playing 60 games. This upcoming season with the Clippers, with Paul George, with the way that team is constructed, with a lot of older players that have had injury issues in the last couple of seasons, you're just never going to see from him 82 games in which he's going to be exploding for What a 27 point game type average or him like you're going to see him just activate in the playoffs when you need him to, which is great that you have the luxury to do that. Mm -hmm. But my thing is, I don't know if even he's going to be able to do that for a four or five year stretch. Like if you look at what the Warriors just did, four or five straight years of finals, even look at what LeBron did. Eight straight years of the finals. I don't think Kawhi, even if he plays 60 games in the regular season, yeah. I don't know if his body's going to be able to hold up year after year after year. And that's why when I look at this list, I look at guys like Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, James Har- even James Harden. These are guys for 10 years have been very, very good and have carried teams. James, like, a lot of people slander James Harden, but when it comes to building a roster, right? I don't know how many players I would take above him because he elevates the floor of your team higher than most players. But then at the same time, these analytical gods are going to be like Kawhi Leonard, literally got flipped for DeMar DeRozan, who was not an analytical darling but put up some crazy stats the year before, mm-hmm. and he took him to a championship. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you talk about elevating. I agree with you. James Harden is the top of player. You can put him on. A 15 win basketball team or a 20 win basketball team, mm-hmm. and they're going to be a six to eight seed, if, if not more, depending yeah. on what that roster is exactly. looking like. Kawhi Leonard is that guy where you have to put him on like a 36 or a 37 win playout. Uh, yeah, you, know, you need team. a little bit more. You need a little bit more, but then you put them on that team and they become a champion potentially, like a, prop, a potential top six team. We're just like, which would you rather have, right? But still, at this, I, I, was I, I can't it this get list. down with. Like, I just I get it from a award standpoint. He has it all. But when you look inside these awards and what he was actually doing at some at some of these points, you look at it a little bit differently. You look at it differently, and I think that if I made this list, I would probably think about putting Russell Westbrook above Kawhi. Like, and I,
1: said, I
0: hate Russell Westbrook, I, which is why I said I'd put. If we said Player of the Decade and we're keeping it a stack, I think it's really hard not to have Chris Paul up there. I think it's really hard not to have Chris Paul up there. Everything that he did up until him going to the Houston Rockets and even his first season with the Rockets was great. Mm -hmm. And he was excellent before that with the Clippers. Uh, It it was... these It just just doesn't make any sense to me. It's hard. I just wish people would look at it a little bit more in depth like they do other players, right? Because... With other players like uh, LeBron, uh, Kawhi, or LeBron, Harden, Steph, KD, people will look past the awards and look at those numbers behind it. But with Kawhi, it's, oh, he's got two, two finals MVPs. Oh, he's got two rings. Oh, he's got two defensive player of the years. Okay, but let's really take a look at it. Again, he was average or above average for three, for seven out of those ten years. To be honest with you, if if that's the criteria that we're using, I know they're very different. With diff, very different players, mm-hmm. but Iguodala can make a case to be first team if we're keeping it a stack. He has a Finals MVP. He has multiple championships. Should have had a Defense Player of the Year award. And he averaged 17 plus points for over the last decade. If we're keeping it a team, like <sighs> listen, what? L- listen, man, listen. What's, what's the next? We might as well stay on the list topic. What's yeah. the next list we're getting into? All right, so continue on bad list. Um, So Bleacher Report. Oh, <laughs> this this had Twitter on fire. Uh, Bleacher Report put down their top 50 NBA all-time finale. And uh, obviously the caption was, who was the greatest player ever, MJ or LeBron? You know, MJ won at the end of the day, but they had a really convincing case for LeBron James done by Andy Bailey, who's someone that I respect a lot mm-hmm. as an analytics guy. But again, this is where that analytics stuff, you, you got to you, sometimes you got to leave it as fantasy. Let me let me preface this by saying go ahead. credit to him for making this list, because when you do a list this this big, you're good. It's going to be hard to perfect it. Like you're gonna have some things people are gonna disagree. So the fact that you even took your time to do 50 with honorable mentions Sheesh. is crazy because it's it's so much you're looking into in that. So I want to give him credit there. With that being said, there is a lot of very 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 questionable decisions. Here. I mean, so he had to take scoring into account, shooting into account, playmaking into account, defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also took it like different accolades. Um, I mean, and, he, and then one of the big things that he was trying to do mm-hmm. is that he was trying to pair together. Like, how do you compare players that are playing like the 1960s, 1970s, the Wilt Chamberlain in the world? Uh, the Oscar Robertsons who will come up probably about a decade later of the world and compare them to modern day players as well mm. and creating a st- statistic yeah. that would allow them to compete. And that's why I said it's tough, because when you look at players from so far long ago, it's like it's it's hard to compare those guys. You know, it's hard to compare like a Bill Russell to a Shaq or it's hard to compare a Hakeem to Will Chamberlain because it's such different eras. So, so just a few players that were just omitted from this list: mm. Carmelo Anthony, okay, Chris Bosh, Vince Carter, Blake mm. Griffin, Grant Hale. no surprises. Allen so far. Iverson. That's right. Pause right there. You're not naming fifty better players in NBA history than Allen Iverson. I don't care what anybody says, and I'm a I'm I totally understand analytics, efficiency, all that. You're not naming fifty better players than Allen Iverson. Right. That's not happening. And I'm I'm just throwing out names, right? I'm just gonna throw out names: mm-hmm. Dame Lillard, still playing. Tracy McGrady, uh, Alonzo Mourning, um, Gary Gary Payton, the Glove, Dennis Rodman, not not a lot Dominique of Dominique Wilkins and Chris Weber are two other big names on this list that were omitted from the top fifty. That could arguably have been put in. No, there's no arguably. Allen Iverson's a top fifty player of all time. I I fully agree with you. Like it's for me, it's like not even like a question for that. That one's a little wild. Who was the first one that stood out to you? Like whoa, whoa, that, that didn't make it to the top. No, 50? no, that that's in the top fifty. So like, when did you start going through a list and you're like, wait, wait, man, I'm I'm going back through this right now. So um, so number fifty, they're starting at Wick, Rick Berry. Barry, mm-hmm. uh, forty nine, Alvin Hayes. I'm like, okay, Walt Frazier. I know he's a New York legend. Isaiah Thomas, Paul Gasol. Stop right there. Those two, when I got to those two, I was like, (laughs) wait, what's going on here? Because one, Isaiah Thomas to me is probably, I would say he's probably the third or fourth best point guard of all time, in my opinion. And Paul Gasol, I love Paul Gasol. I think Paul Gasol's great. Yeah. Paul Gasol's not top 50 player ever. (laughs) And Isaiah Thomas is way too low. That's when I was like, "Okay, what are we doing here, Andy?" And then he went on to George Gervin, twenty-six points per game, uh, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, Kawhi Leonard, who we were just talking about at forty-two, <sighs> Paul Pierce. Why? <laughs> Why is Kawhi Leonard on this list? Oh uh, my god! Kawhi Leonard's on the list because his win shares are high. He has a good true shooting percentage. He has uh, one of the best plus minuses for the playoffs. All right, all right, just keep going. I don't (laughs) want. I see why he's out. Just keep going. Paul Pierce, Adrian Dantley from the Utah Jazz. Mm -hmm. Uh, Soon after that, you got Bill Walton. Bro, Bill Walton is cheeks, bro. (laughs) Thirteen points. Get out of my face. (laughs) Why is Bill Walton this high? Shout out to Bill because he's a legend. But get (laughs) out of my face, bro. I'm not trying to hear that. (laughs) <laughs> Who's telling who really thinks that Allen Iverson's not better than Bill Wall? I'll slap anybody who thinks that. That's facts. Come on, man. Patrick Ewing, Monty Ginobili. Russell Westbrook. Where where's Russ at? Russ is at thirty six. Okay. Steve Nash is at thirty five. I'd probably say Russ is better than Steve Nash. Interesting take. I think I think that's that one's kinda close. Uh Kevin McHale. I don't I don't think you get Steph Curry without Steve Nash. which I kinda, kinda put them a little bit higher. Jason Kidd at thirty three. Mm-hmm. Clyde Drexler, 32, Dolph Shays. Who the f- Dolph Shays, Hall (laughs) Hall of Fame career. Uh, This man played against mailmen, milk carton (laughs) delivers, and like substitute teachers. Who is this dude? All right, so I can't find the team that he played for here. But apparently, so he was shooting jump shots before folks were even shooting jump shots. And so the argument here, <laughs> no, come on, bro. The, the, the argument come here, on, bro. The argument here is that had there been a three point shot, if we were to reimagine him in 2019, he would have been an elite sniper because back then it was all about getting to a low block and getting layups. Okay. So if that's the case, then right. Using his logic, if I would take anybody from be- right now and put them back then, what would that do to their stats? inflate them but the thing is like his stats um was only like 18.5 per get, games 12.1 bro get, get out of my face get out of my face all keep right. keep keep going all right Bob Petit from the atlanta hawks john stockton at 29 chris paul at 28 james harden 27 john Havlicek 26 scotty pippen 25 elgin baylor moses malone mm-hmm. who i think is criminally underrated uh, but i think he's in a good position in this list at least uh, Julius Irving, okay. Dwayne Wade, Carl Malone. What's Wade at? Is he top Wade 20? Wade is not top 20. Twi- he is right, right outside, outside. Of 21. Interesting. Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, Jerry West, the logo, Dirk, KG's at 16, Kevin Durant at 15. Pff, all right. Pause right there. Ke- Let me make this very clear. All right. It's Kevin Durant. There is not ten basketball players in the history of basketball better than Kevin Durant. <laughs> I don't know how clear I can make that. There is not. This season, and this is this is really when he starts to get real goofy. Yeah. This this is when at this point you know how you know where he had Chris Paul, Jason Kidd, Stockton, Malone. He's like, you know what? That's that's yeah, not bad. Right there was actually a pretty decent list. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Were we at 5- 14? We are at 15. Kevin Durant is the 15th best he player of all time, apparently, to He completely list. butchers this top 15. Like, I can't stress this enough. Who's next? And I think the craziest part, just to reiterate the Kevin Durant point, they used a quote for Andre Iguodala to describe how unique he was, and then they still had him at 15th. The quote is, people don't appreciate him enough. He's the most talented scorer of all time. Hands down, he's a walking 30 points. He'll get 30 points on 12 shots. And then you put him at fifteen. All right, uh, moving on. Kobe Bryant at 14. What? Now, this is <laughs> this right here is where the analytics and eye tests clash 1,000%. The analytics point to Kobe Bryant being not as great as people think it, he yeah, is. This is facts. If you ask any player, if you ask anybody who watched Kobe play, they will you say he's, know, he. They'll say he top four, top three. He's top three, no question. Kobe Bean Bryant is not the fourteenth best player in NBA history. Like there, what is the discussion? Hakeem Olajuwon at thirteen. Again, another top ten. So far, that's three straight top ten top, player. ten top ten players, and probably arguably three straight top five players. Hakeem Olajuwon's one probably the most underrated big man outside of maybe Dave, uh the Admiral for me. David Robinson. David Which Robinson. is I think he's probably next if I'm not mistaken. Yep. He's right there yep. number twelve. Um Oscar Robinson at eleven, which I I l you know I love the big O. So I'm so I I kinda like it. My my thing my thing with the him is and this goes with we're about to get to them too, but like Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, Oscar Robinson. I don't know how good these guys would have been in today's era. And I'm saying not if they're – take them for what they were when they played and put them now. I think they're – I think Oscar Robertson could have translated in today's NBA. I think think he could have. I think he could have too, but I think he could have been like a Sean Livingston before he got hurt. That's an interesting comparison. But the, I think rumor has it that – I mean, rumor has it as if there's not clips of him. He was pretty athletic, right? So I feel like he was probably – I'm not going to say he was Russ, but he was doing Russ things, but more efficiently and in ways that translated more into wins. My, my thing is Go ahead. anything you could do back then, when you're athletic playing in the 60s and 70s, if you're athletic than everybody else, you're going to be efficient. But when you're playing against people who are at the same level as you, I think it's a completely different ballgame. Over the course of his career, he was seventh in the league in points per game, first in assists per game, and fifth in win shares. But he's at 11th right now in the top 50 all time, which is probably an okay, okay placement for him. Steph Curry comes in at number 10. Mm. <laughs> and... uh <sighs> I I love Wardell. Y'all know Wardell's. That's the guy. Is a light skin love? He's not top ten though. I Ooh. I think he falls anywhere between. Ooh, that's. I'm not surprised. I think he falls anywhere between twelve and twenty. Anywhere and between then, right down. now, I'm totally fine with. But I don't know if he's top. You no, know, I, I respect that from you. I respect that a lot. Have, I've never been unbiased. No, no, no. I'm you're you Steph Curry I, Homer. Yeah, thousand but this, percent. But this is definitely like the most like poised. Yeah. Compliment and in some ways, you know, disrespect that you give in Steph Curry. No, I through think, my course ignoring you. Yeah, I think that because for a long time I've argued that he's one of the greats. Yeah, you did. Like he he need he should be in that conversation. The fact that this guy overrate him, I can ad- address. Like, hey, listen, he's not that high. I think he's in the. He needs one more ring or one more MVP to really propel him to that top ten, in my opinion. If he gets one more ring and one more MVP, I'm down to write Steph Curry's a top seven player of all time. He could could get an MVP this season. We'll see. Uh, Number nine was (sighs) Wilt Chamberlain. We're not even going to do this because we know you don't like old school players. Uh, We're going to skip past him. Eight was Bill Russell. I think Bill Russell was the one that made me mad. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I hate being mean. No. I hate trying to clown Bill Russell because he's such an OG. No, he is but an OG. Bro, come on, man. No, top eight. I, I feel like anytime you put Bill Russell in a top ten, it's just a sign of respect. That's it. it? it that's literally that's all it is. It? it is a courtesy top ten because you did so much for the league, and because you're you were a player coach. That got over six rings. That's you know what all I'm saying? Like is, that's bro. literally like he has what eleven rings? is it? He's, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Something ridiculous. Yeah, he's got eight or eleven. He's got eight or eleven. That. Something ridiculous like that. So it was a courtesy oh. ring. It was like, well, you can't discredit him for being a champion. But the dude was legitimately Ben Wallace before Ben Wallace. That's what I said. I said Wilt Chamberlain is DeAndre Jordan of the 19 whatever, and people <laughs> looked at me like I was crazy. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. They said that if he played in today's era, he'd average 22.5 rebounds and 15.1 points. Mm, get out of my face, bro. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> get, out of, <laughs> get out of my <laughs> face. Uh, number seven, ahead. I, 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 I kind of like that they give some show love to big men on this list. I feel like sometimes we t- we we sometimes sleep on some of the great big men mm-hmm. in the league. Because I, I feel like from 10 onwards, besides Steph Curry, it's been nothing but big men. But number seven, Tim Duncan. Uh, which is fine. Yeah, I don't really have enough. Shaquille's Six, which is I feel like if you're gonna make a top fifty list of just the most dominant and just like there's no way you have them outside your top five. It's impossible. I I was about to just about to say that. There's analytics. no way. You there's no put, way. There's no way Shaq's not in my top five. Uh, right ahead of him is Larry Bird. <laughs> I I like Larry. I know a lot of the people. Great like White Larry. Hope. But come on now, dog. Come come on now man. Larry Bird would be Joe Ingles if he played in today's NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Ingles on steroids. Oh yes. God. Joe Ingles kind of nice though. Joe key. Ingles is nice. And, and I was telling you how nice he was. You only now coming around, you late. Oh. La- Larry man. Bird at 5. Jesus. 4 is Magic. 3 is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 2 is LeBron and number 1 is MJ. So that that right there is your top 10. I suppose you, you couldn't argue – like, you can make a strong argument that he got the top four right. You can make a strong argument. Yeah. But, man, once he – from that KD down, brother, it was – oh, yuck. That's all I could say about that top 15. Yeah, KD and Kobe just got slided in the worst way. and Like, and I feel, what? And I feel like a lot of the, the 2010s guards, like the 2000s guards, like Russ, CP3 – you know, were just criminally put too low. Dwayne Wade being at like twenty one, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, I think he falls in that I fifteen think he falls to twenty five. But I range. feel like if he's if he's in that range, Chris Paul and Russ aren't too far behind. You know what I'm saying? Like they have to be in top thirty because they're all below thirty. Charles Barkley being thirty three is ridiculous to me as well. I think he's one of those players. But he's that- top twenty. No, are you sure? I don't think he was top twenty. I, think I he thought was like, he was right by Carl Malone. No, he was not by Carl Malone. <laughs> are you I sure? Gu- I guarantee he's not by Carl Malone. Give us a second. We're going back. We're, we're, we're scrolling back up. Scottie Pippen was back there. James was twenty-seven. Oh Chris yeah, you right. Nah, he was. Yeah, he. Dang, he, he, he was, was pretty high? Up there. That's, crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right, you ain't got. That's all right. He's we still he's super. <laughs> he's super high up there. G- Wait, are they trying to? Yeah, no, yeah. No. That's just, that's. Just. Anyways, I would say yeah, after 15 and down, he got wrong almost every pick. Yeah. In my opinion, Wilt, Bill, Larry, Larry's probably top 10 ever, but Wilt and Bill are not top 10 ever. I don't care what anybody says. He's not. They're not. How Okay, so let's let's try to rewrite this list. 1 and 2 obviously. One and two, obviously. Like that's not even a debate. It's probably one A one B at this point. I'm, it's and and I'm fine with. I know people, you know, quibble at this. I'm I'm fine with Kareem at three. Really, like, like I kind of am because he's one of those few players that spanned eras. Like he spanned that old school era, and then he still played enough until like when basketball was really starting to speed up, and he was still dominant even into his old age. Which at three makes... though. Because, and, and part of it as well is like when you combine that for me, it's not hard for me to imagine him being dominant late into the 80s or into like the, or into like the 90s, um, even if the game got faster because he showed he still had the skills playing at like 35, 36, okay, 37. keep, keep going. So you and got he had the Kareem accolades. I had Karima at three. I'd probably put Shaq right after him at four. Um, And my fifth probably magic then, I guess. Okay, right? so where do where do you have Kobe? Ooh, man, I f- I feel like after 5, it's I feel like Kobe Kobe on my top 10 list always falls somewhere between 6 and 10. Really? He uh, more often than not he falls really? for me somewhere between 6 and 10. I would say my top 5 is Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, Shaq, and probably Magic. That's my yeah. top 5. Um, my thing with Kareem is, like, for me, I, I will never put another big man above Shaq for one reason, one reason only. No, we've seen Shaq dominate this era of basketball. I agree. So no matter what, you could say, oh, we might think Kareem can do it, or we might think Hakeem can dominate the Even 2000- Hakeem did it. But Kareem, Bill Rus- Bill Russell, whoever, we've seen Shaq do it in a way that no ever player will ever. Ever be able to do it again yeah like never again yeah. so that's why I have I think Shaq I think highly of Shaq more highly of Shaq than other players because it's just the dominant the way he dominated in the 2000s was he was just I'm bigger I'm stronger I'm going to dominate you yeah um and then I have magic at five magic honestly to me my thing with magic is I feel like LeBron is a better version of magic Yes. And that's why I look at Magic, and I'm like, if you played in today's game, first of all, you didn't have a jump shot. Facts. You had a mid-range. Second of all, you were very, very slow. You couldn't guard other point guards, especially quick point guards. You'd, yep. you'd be cooked. Mm-hmm. So I look at him just like, I'd, you would be great. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not as impressive with you as those other four I have above him. No, I agree. Which is why I think he, he would have been fifth in the way that I have my stuff mm-hmm. lined up. I'm trying to think. Then – where do you have KD then? KD's in the 6 to 10 range. He's in the 6 to 10 range, probably somewhere hugged up with Kobe Bryant. Kobe, or Kobe, Hakeem, and KD. Rank those three. Ooh, man. So if I finished off my five with Magic, I'd probably go Kobe, Hakeem, and then KD? KD? I think that's the way I go with that. Fair. Because as, as much as I like to talk crap about Kobe Bryant, I mean, he was, you know, 1A or 1B best player in the NBA for well over a decade. He has the rings. He has the final MVPs. He has a few, he has a few MVPs. He's been snubbed from a few MVPs as well, potentially. Um, All Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, even though he was a chucker, he did so many other things in the basketball game yeah. so great that I can't discredit him from that six spot. Yeah, I agree. I think that I think that's a Kobe gets disrespected a lot by people who don't didn't watch the game. Yeah. Like when you just look at numbers and you're so wrapped around win share, you're um you're, uh, but those folks you're per game I feel like those folks those folks watched watch the game too, but they just prioritize No, you know what it was No, you know what it was. No, you know what it was? Mm. A lot of these people who watched the game back then Yeah weren't fans of the Lakers and they watch Kobe come in and drop 50 on their favorite team. Right. No, I'm serious. Like a lot of these dudes grew up as like Memphis Grizzly fans, Phoenix Suns fans, or just like teams that were like playing good brand basketball. And then Kobe would come in, right. put up 30, 40 shots, go off for 60. And you're just like, nah, no, no, I, I, I'm that, sour that towards them. Yeah. I'm that sour. towards it, him. You, you souped up Monta Ellis facts. I'm trying to think who else I, I, I So, after my top five, I'd probably say Keem would probably be sixth. Seventh, I'd probably put Kareem, and then I'd have KD. Right. And then probably Duncan. Duncan's top ten for me. Yeah. And then once you get to, like, nine and and ten, it's like that's where things get, like, I mean, 9 and 10 is just like, all right, whatever. Just plug in whoever was just phenomenal. Yeah. That, and, like, probably Berg, Berg, Larry, Larry's Larry, probably going to get one of those yeah, spots. Yeah, Larry's probably going to get those spots. Um, yeah, that's a, that's crazy, man. You know you know the other reason I just want to touch on this for, for one minute? I'll, I'll probably have to go back and like see how long each of these respective players played. Mm-hmm. More often than not, I'm putting Shaq number three because he's just so dominant. Mm-hmm. I think one other reason why I kind of I'm fine with keeping Kareem is where he's at longevity longevity man oh yeah this dude played 15 for a long plus time. seasons mm-hmm. Shaq's peak as astronomical as it was was cut short by at least five years yeah because of his, his poor conditioning I agree I agree a thousand percent and that's the reason why I do have I think of Tim Duncan really really highly mm. because he sustained a. it wasn't like same all top time. the time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It wasn't like 20 and 10 for 20 years, but like even at 35, 36 years old, he was still all star level. Yeah. Like he still played very, very solid, very, very great basketball at, at 36 years old. That's very important to me because, like you mentioned with Shaq, it's like. Once he got to the plus side of 30, it was like it's starting to go downhill, big fella. And and, and it was just like not only was it downhill, you, you also had a question of like were you passionate about the game? Because if you were passionate about the game, like that's why Kobe always gets on him. It's like mm-hmm. if he had the focus or if he had like my drive, he would have been the best player ever. You know what I'm saying? Like. It, he went to Miami, he won a ring, but he wasn't, people forget, like, yeah, he was good with Miami, but he wasn't great with Miami. No. You know? It, you know what's so funny about that, too, like Shaq with Miami, that's when people start to look at him like, dang, he really started to lose a step. Mind you, he was going on 32 with Miami that first year. Right. His stat line for that year was 23 points, 10 God. rebounds, <laughs> and two blocks. But but then you compare that to what he used to exactly. do, right? Exactly. That's the craziest part. He lost part. five points going it, to Miami. It's just like you put up numbers, but it was like it's the LeBron argument for me. Mm. Where it's like you your numbers are there. But mm-hmm. when you actually watch what was going on, it was just like, okay,
1: You're you not can who tell. Used to be.
0: Yeah, you can tell. You can tell. You don't see them like a superstar anymore. You're no. just a star. No. You're not super. Exactly. You lost your super. Yeah, for sure. And that's why I looked at it when he – and again, that was thirty-two years old. Shaq played until he was thirty-eight, and he started ring hopping and doing all that funny stuff, man. But um, definitely for sure. And is there? There's another list. There's another list we got to get to. I know we we get. I know I can, I could go. This. I go nah, 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 on. We right, you you can right, spend right, hours you're right. on this. But there's you're right. there's one more terrible list we got to get to before the end of this podcast. <laughs> ESPN had yet another terrible list. Let me let me say this too. Go ESPN ahead. is great. This is facts. Bleacher Report is great because they know. They know the more trash their list is, <laughs> list is the better the content, and the better the response. The more podcasts like these they're going to get. Exactly. That's why I look, I just like, I can't do nothing but salute you guys because you know what you're doing. Oh, yeah, it's they, not they, about basketball they know, anymore. They know, they know better. It's about the entertainment. Oh, it is. You know, I, you know, I met um, the VP of ESPN over the summer. And you didn't snuff him? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's he's a brother so I can't I can't snuff a brother, not that. Oh my god. But nah, like we were talking and like literally his entire thing was like, look, people are going to hate us for the way that we do things and the, the way that we operate, but you got to rem- we got to remember that we live in a click era you are going we need those clicks to get the money Mm -hmm. like clickbait is what it is you're gonna see a nice little headline it's gonna be a fluff story until that story builds up and then we're gonna get to the big one yep they're gonna keep on clicking and keep on checking your phone and that's all it is is creating this addiction to the feed and that's like it's genius but then you get mad at it like
1: oh i hate this
0: especially me as as a journalist like i hate it so much because i'm over here writing thousand word thousand word essays and y'all all right here doing these 50 word things yeah. and getting two times the amount of stuff i'm getting i'm like all right y'all yeah. playing all right so espn did have a top 50 list uh we're not gonna do the entire 50 like we just recently did with the all-time one mm. uh, but we'll start around like 30-ish and uh you know go from there go from there i think we had to start a little bit earlier though because wasn't there there was one that really made you mad outside the top 30. I believe he was number forty-two on the list. He's number forty-two on the list. I right, number forty-two best player. <laughs> <laughs> this this man has he hasn't even touched an NBA basketball court, and he's a forty. He's the forty-second best player in the league. Zion Williamson should not even be in a conversation for top fifty players in the league right now. I'm sorry, y'all gonna think I'm a hater. Y'all gonna be like, "But well, Jeff, didn't you watch Duke last year? Wait, didn't you cover the Duke last year? I did partially. I'm sorry, Zion Williamson, <laughs> because he has not played a one second, not even a preseason game, is automatically omitted from even being in the rankings. Man played like ten minutes in, in summer league, and they got him the 42nd best player in the league. I'm about to throw my notes. You know what? I do want to give, I do want to give them credit for one. One list a couple years back, they had Mello as like the. But no, this yeah, is bef- was- this before the drop off though. They had him ranked coming into the season as like the forty second, or the, yeah. it was like the top fifty. That one was ridiculous, and it was. I was like. Oh, ESPN's kind of they might be they smoking some, but then that going into that season, Melo was god off I think this is when he <laughs> went to OKC when he got traded to OKC. Yeah, and people were like, "Yeah, they have him rated below Ricky Rubio, da da da," and then they were right. So I'm, but that was just a side story. Look, so, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna be out here saying like, okay, Zion's not gonna have a great season. Like he's not gonna be rookie of the year. We already had that conversation. Yeah. I just get mad when you're saying you're putting together a top 50 list of current NBA players and your main basis of an argument for putting Zion Williamson at 42 is that his projected RPM wins. <laughs> his projected. <laughs> not what he offered last year. Not what his win shares was last year. His projection of is 2.4. Come, come on. Stop now, dog. it. Stop come it. Come on. Stop it. Let's not do this. Let's get into the top 30. Now. All right. Top 30. I'm going to just go through the list. Stop me when something hits you. Devin Booker, number 30. I don't know if there's thirty players better than Devin Booker. Tobias Harris, twenty nine. T- Tobias Harris not better than Devin Booker. All right, Trey, Trey Young, twenty eight. I'm man. high on Trey Young. I'm high on Trey Young. I'm, Trey, I'm not that high on him. I might be high. The so person that made this might have been high. No, come on now. Yeah. No, they they wilding. Jamal Murray, twenty seven. I don't think Jamal nah, Murray's better rolling. than Devin Booker. He's I'm not better rolling. than Devin Booker in I'm my not opinion. Um, D'Angelo Russell's twenty six. Okay. I'm, I'm I okay think with a great this. Place. I think it's think a great spot. place for him. I think Devin Booker should be closer to him. Um, De'Aaron Fox, they had better than D'Angelo Russell. De'Aaron Fox is not the 25th best player in the NBA. That's not, like, he's not, I don't know if he's better than any of those players you named. He has a better RPM win. Don't position. tell me what, RP, I don't even know what RPM is. What is RPM? What is, stop it. Stop. Stop. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> the The only reason I'm – I understand you. The only reason I'm okay with De'Aaron Fox at, at 25 is, one, I still think that De'Aaron Fox is criminally underrated. The reason why I would be mad at De'Aaron Fox is because De'Aaron Fox is slowly but surely becoming the Kawhi Leonard of point guards where he does so many things well on the box score, and so the analytics love him so much. But at the same time, the Kings have only got better with him at point guard. So 25, right, look- De'Aaron Fox. 24, Mike Conley. Okay, I don't have none against that. Blake Griffin, 23. Blake Griffin. I will. I've said it on this podcast before, and I keep saying it. Blake. Blake Griffin is one of the most underappreciated and underrated players in this league, bar none, hands down. I, f- I feel like the biggest thing for Drake, Blake Griffin is, I think we need. I think he needs to stay healthy for 82 games and really remind folks just how dominant he is. Because when he is healthy. I don't think there are 15 players in the league But the thing him. is, he was healthy all the way up until, like, the last 10 games last year. And people weren't even, like, by game 65, nobody was talking about nobody Blake Nobody was Griffin. talking about him. And he was falling. He was shooting step back between the legs three winners, bro, bro. Come on. Come on, man. Like, Shout out to Blake, bro. I, I feel like he's one of those players that highly represent. Like, when you put your mind and your soul into a, to your craft, you can truly get better. That's what I'm saying. Because he has gotten, like, he does, man couldn't, that's, he could, he could barely shoot a mid-range when he came out of college. This man shot over 33% from three last Come year. Come on, bro. All right. And then, look, I I love my Cameroonians in the league. Nicholas Batum, I see you. Joel Embiid, I see you. Mute, I think you're still in the league. I see you, too. But there is no way in hell that Pascal Siakam. I know you're a champion, and I celebrated you like no other. You're on my desktop on my computer. But you are not the 22nd best player in the NBA, fam. You're not. You're I, not better than Blake Griffin. I don't know if he's better You're than not. Devin Booker. Like, okay, if you told me Pascal Siakam was a top 30 player in the NBA and you want to make that argument, I'm okay with that. All right? If you want to use your projected whatever based off his past, whatever, I'm okay with that. But putting him at 22 ahead of Blake, ahead of Devin Jesus, does that mean to me that if you had to pick a team today between Devin Booker, D'Angelo Russell, and Pascal Siakam, you're taking Siakam? Do you really believe that he, he ain't can be even, that even in that conversation? I think he merits being in the conversation, but I, I think you would be wrong. Jesus, I bro. think you'd be wrong. All right, so right ahead of Pascal Siakam, you got Jimmy Butler at 21. Even that's kind of low. And guess who they put right above Jimmy Butler? donovan flipping <laughs> your boy uh, your boy like uh, what number is that that's tw- he's the 20th best player in the that's league. your boy <laughs> i'm so hurt by this bro like oh my god bradley is number 19 okay towns is 18 pause right there nice. i am a i am a cat critic i know i will criticize cat every chance i get for the next decade if you you're telling me you can't name eighteen players, but be- seventeen players better in the NBA than Cat. Are you it. crazy? I'll name you the one they say is better, Kemba Walker. Oh my! <laughs> I can name twenty players better than Kemba Walker. That's the crazy part. <laughs> is Kemba better than D'Angelo Russell? I don't know. That's arguable. That's up there. You can you can roll the dice. I don't on know it. if he's better than Jimmy Butler. He he's definitely not better than Jimmy Butler. I don't think. I definitely. Jimmy I don't but- know if he's better than Bradley Beal. We've seen Jimmy Butler on semi-okay teams and seen what he's done. we seen what he did here in Minnesota, despite mm-hmm. his drama. We saw what he did with Chicago once D-Rose went down. Come on now, talk. Like, Stop what are you it. doing? Stop it. Luka Doncic. <laughs> These fanboys, fam. <laughs> what number is Luka at? 16. Uh, listen, Luka's better listen, than Jimmy listen, Butler. Listen, Carl listen, Anthony Towns. Listen, I love Luka. I think Luka's I, a I future think Luka's MVP. Great. I, I I agree. I, Right now, though, in, in in the great ways, in the great words of Stephen A. Smith, lay off the weed. <laughs> Somebody smoking crack, in the words of Stephen A. Like I get it, because like if they're trying to be ahead of the curve and predict, but it's like nope. next year, if he does have a top fifteen season, next year they're gonna have him rated like top seven, top six. See, that's my thing. Is like if you're gonna be doing projections, that's then some of the players that they have on this list right now are rated too low. Facts. Are we too Like, Towns being at 18? If you're going off if projections? If you're going off projections? Come on. Come on. What it's are we criminal. About? What It's are we criminal. About? All right. 16 for Luca. So right above him is Ben Simmons at 15. Which is like, if you're going to go down to the 16, all right, whatever. I'm not Put mad ben, at Ben top 15. I, 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 am, I am mad at Ben being 15, although I'm not sure he's better than Jimmy Butler currently. Um, Rudy Gobert is at 14. <laughs> it. Bro, I, I, will, I will cut this podcast off right now. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Rudy Gobert is a top 14 player in this league. Are you crazy? Oh my God. Who made this list? Rudy uh, Gobert? The same man that was crying because Carl Anthony Towns got the All Star nod ahead of him. Rudy Gobert. Oh my, oh my God. Uh, and then on top of that, to, to add assault to injury, DJ McCollum had to come in at 13. If I see who voted on this list, I'm going to snuff them. I will snuff every person who made this list. The, the, the worst part is like they they also have like the previous ranks that they had before. Rudy's previous rank was 23. CJ McCollum's rank last year was 30. How did he jump from third 30 to 13 in one year? He didn't even have a career year he didn't last have year. All star year. <laughs> oh my god, bro. I don't know if C.J. McClellan's better than any player you just named. He's not better than Bradley <laughs> Beal. I can it, tell you that right now. The only player that he's rated better than that has been on this list so far in the top 20 is Kimball Walker. That's it. And that's, Donovan Mitchell. Okay. No. 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 you going Donovan Mitchell They're over the CJ? same. <laughs> All right. Fine, that's fair. 13? That's fair. 13's high, bro. Thir- Come on. That's When, when, I, when I seen this, Come that's when on. I really got mad for Towns. I'm like, Towns should have been 13 Come if you're going to keep it a B. Bro. Come on, man! Twelve, you got rust, which I think is might be a little too low. I'm giving rust a, a, a lot of love. A, Eleven, you got Kyrie, which you can roll the dice for either one. Yeah, of and those. I think that's I think it's a good spot for both. Uh, of them. And then you go into your your top ten. At number ten, <sighs> you got Paul George. Not an issue. Uh, nine, you got Dame, and I, I guess after shooting that shot over Paul George, it's only right you put him at nine, right above him. I'm, I'm not mad. 8 you got Embiid. Yeah, I'm rolling. I think he and could that, be a little higher. 7 you got Nikola Jokic. I think Embiid's probably above Jokic in my opinion. 6 you got Steph. Pa- stop, stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. I think he's scrolling. Stop. Stop. <laughs> who's telling me with a straight face Steph Curry is a sixth best player in the NBA? Who Who's he name one person above him right now? Anthony Davis is right above him. Who? (laughs) The man who who quit on his team last year? How does that happen? How does that—I'm honestly curious. How does this happen? See, what I don't understand is his previous rank was number two. How does he just in one season— Drop from two to six. And the thing is, is he's going to get more opportunity. So why would he drop? So And and, and that's like their big question, right? It's like they're literally saying just how good can Steph be without Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson, at least for most of the year. All eyes will be on the former MVP to see how far he can carry the Warriors. You guys got – I don't want to cuss on this podcast, but you guys got Steph Curry effed up. So, yeah. You got Anthony Davis at five. James Harden at four. Listen, listen. And, and that's, I'm and that's what makes me mad. Go ahead. I'm fine with James. I think James Harden is top four. But if you're putting Steph Curry at six, you're not putting James Harden at four. James Harden has been put out of the playoffs by Steph Curry like three out of the last four years. But Jawan, Steph's team's been more stacked. He beat him when he didn't have KD. Mm, talk to on that on the first year to the finals, he beat him. Talk to that. There's no way in this last NBA, this last playoffs, he dog walked Houston. Get out of my face, bro! Come on, man. Number three, LeBron James, and <sighs> I'm I'm gonna get to him in a moment. Number two, Kawhi Leonard, and number one, Giannis Antetokounmpo. The league is the these outlets are really trying to push Giannis <clears throat> to being the best player in the league. Like, and it's almost getting to the point where it's like, you guys got to relax. To be honest with you, bro. Honestly. They're number one and number two players. So we're talking about robot players that these analytics guys love. I don't think you can pick more robotic players that are not Giannis and Kawhi. Like I know Giannis is a freak of nature and is so uber-athletic, but he does everything well on a stat sheet. And now you guys are trying to project the fact that he will have a three-point shot and therefore will take his efficiency to a whole other level. Look, I'm going to just call it a bean and let's keep it 100 until LeBron James truly shows to me that he's done done, like he legit has no game. And the fact that Kevin Durant is not playing this season, there is no way in hell LeBron James is off my number one player in the league until until proven wrong. Facts. That, that to me is just Facts. wild. And I don't care if it's a it's projection. Not close. I don't care if it's a projection. I mean, the only projection you need is that your past history shows what? Success. Right? For over a decade. And so, for one year, you're like, you know what? He's not going to be number one. He's going to be number three. I'm like, what has he shown you up until this point to show you that he's dropped off? The thing is, too, which makes this so funny, is they've elevated Anthony Davis, but dropped LeBron. So, as so in, basically, as in Davis dropped him down or something. That, that's so basically, what it says is oh, Anthony Davis is going to benefit, but LeBron's going to take a back seat. That's not happening. This, this list is nuts. Yeah, man. But I see why they did it though. They're, they're, I, I, the clicks, the clicks, they got us. We got a whole fifteen minutes on this. Nah. this is C.J. McCullum in the top thirteen. I'm trying, Rudy Je- Gobert. I'm trying, Jennifer, not to lose my mind. I almost, <laughs> I almost, I had the way I grabbed this mic, I almost <laughs> broke it. Rudy Gobert, get out of my face, bro. Come, let's rewrite this list. We're only gonna do top five. Yes, because that's all that matters. Because we're running five. low on we're running low on time. Let's yeah, do top five. Number one, we're both in agreements. LeBron James. Let's let's make our both. We have to come to agreements on our top five too. I bet. Right, for from me, I got LeBron number one. Okay. I'm gonna go Steph number two. I got Steph number two. Um, at three, I'm gonna go with Kawhi. <sighs> who Who you think at three? Let's talk this out. In my opinion, the way I look at it too, when I look at like top five lists, I just create tiers, right? Mm. In my opinion, Steph and LeBron are in their own tier. They're mm. each in that 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 best player tier. KD was in that tier too. It was them three, right? Below them, it's a, the next tier. In my opinion, is Giannis, Harden, Kawhi. Yep, and, that, and that, that's who I have in that next bubble as well. So now you got to place them exactly. Three, four, place them. So if I had to place them, I would go LeBron, Steph. Giannis at three, hmm. Kawhi Harden. So I got LeBron, Steph, Kawhi, Giannis, Harden. Okay, so we're we're pretty much we're, on the we're, same. We're pretty much on the same thing. We're we're in agreement that Harden's the fifth best out of all. Out yeah. this list. So it's just a oh flip flipper rule between Kawhi Which is and Giannis. Fine. But how do you? Oh my gosh, I can't believe that, but bro. They got Giannis and Kawhi, one and two. ESPN, what you doing? They're trying to get. They're trying to go younger. They're trying to get Kawhi. they're trying to get LeBron out of here, Steph out of here. Like if you look at that list, they got what three out of the five are under twenty or under thirty, excuse me? Yeah. You got Kawhi, A D and Giannis all under twenty. Or all under thirty, excuse me. That's just bro, who make I I have no words. I have no words. All I gotta say is, and this is my final words, and I'm signing off. Mom. I love data analytics as much as the next guy. Maybe not as much as Andy Bailey. And maybe not as much as my boy Seth who used to be with the who used to be with the Milwaukee Bucks. Seth Partner, I see you, bro. But look, at a certain point, we gotta step outside the numbers for a while, look at the game, then take those numbers while looking at the game and learn to appreciate some of these players. Cause some of these folks are criminally underrated and some of these other players, you are elevating to a certain status that they have no business being in. You're taking tier three players and telling me that they're tier one players. And that's not what, that's not where we're not about to do this in 2019. We're not, we're not about to do this with a new season coming up. I, I don't wish this bad L on anyone. I haven't we just looked at two of the worst lists that I've ever seen three well technically three but the first one I'm gonna let it slide these last two this last one (laughs) CJ I'm about to start raging in here appreciate these plus 30 players and stop trying to run them out of here stop trying to run LeBron out stop trying to run Steph out Appreciate where they're at and what they bring because we seen it in the playoffs. Giannis wasn't ready for that yet. Kawhi, we don't even know if he's ready. He can't be a face because he doesn't play every night. And then you have Harden who's on the plus side of 32. So, I'm list out. Yeah, These lists are terrible. Rudy Gobert! <laughs> That's all I have to say, man. Rudy Gobert! Get, out of, oh my Lord, Get out of my face, bro. Uh, you've been tuning into the Come Up NBA podcast. I'm Jeffrey Basoy. He's Jawan Bryant. Let us know what you think about this list. As you can tell, we're still furious. Follow us on Twitter. Comment. Hit us up. At Cousin Jawan for him. At Jeff and Bead for me. Let's hear some of your thoughts. These lists are atrocious, man. I came up through these streets. Now who's running the show? Me. Ha ha. He, he. Yeah. We topping the bill now the bills now, Uh, came up through these streets, now who's running the show, me, ha ha he he, yeah, we topping the bill now.